Hey there, welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. We're live. Yes. It's been a whirlwind of a day. We just barely made it here in time to chat with you all tonight. So we're here. We better open the chat. Who's here? What are we talking about? Oh, first of all, there's a new free download about contact and connection. It's a worksheet webinar combo. Check that out. Download it. 30 days round is starting in September. So don't miss out. Um, what else? What other announcements? What else has happened this week? That's exciting. I don't remember that far back. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long week. It has been a long week, but luckily it's a little bit cooler here today. It actually rained like a lot at our barn this morning. It didn't rain which at the house. Which is unheard of for us, which is why it's yeah. remarkable. It's August and there was a sprinkling. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Um, Herman and his student were also the star of this week's YouTube video. If you haven't watched it. Apparently erase the chalkboard is. Yes positively accepted yeah so definitely go and watch the youtube video it's of herman teaching is that what that facebook user saying that the last posted lesson was yes good there? yes everyone loves you you're fantastic but i there was a really good question from someone about that video so what happens in the video is that it's a schoolmaster and herman yeah student, the horse has been trained to uh i won i won so the horse has been trained to i won Kathy is a really good student, but she's just learning. She's only been riding for almost two years. And so that video is what, three, four months ago? Yeah. So call it a year and change. Yeah. And for like a little over a year learning to ride as an older adult, she's like doing amazing. But what happens in the video is her horse Tico gets a little confused and she wants him to go and he's like confused and starts backing up. Because she's accidentally asking him for the rain back, which he knows. Right. So someone asked in Strides, in the Strides Facebook group, and they were like, well, if she erases the chalkboard at that moment, isn't she rewarding him for the wrong thing? And no, because she accidentally asked him for the rain back. The horse doesn't read your mind. It only knows what you did. And so if you accidentally ask for rain back then you ask the horse for rain back and the whether you thought about that's what you wanted or you think you didn't want to do that that's what you asked for because the horse did what she asked for the fact that she didn't want it doesn't mean she didn't ask for it and so the horse isn't getting rewarded for doing the wrong thing she accidentally asked for rain back so you have to say okay I asked for this rain back. Then you have to analyze the aids that you applied and then not do that again. And now she doesn't get rain backs accidentally because she knows what the aids are and she knows that now she was asking for the rain back. So, no, you're not rewarding the horse 
for doing the wrong thing because the horse did what you asked. Yeah. And so I think that erase the chalkboard really helps if like you're, because in that instance, she was giving her horse mixed signals. She wasn't giving him a clear aid with like that he could respond to. And so you are correct in the sense that like as a professional rider, when I ask my horses do something, I really make sure that my, the horse is prepared and that I give a clear aid and that I get the result that I want. Because if you question your aid, like if you're at the halt and you say walk forward, but you don't get the results, then you are training your horse to not listen to you. Right, but, but that presupposes that the aid that you applied was clear, correct. Was correct and clear. Right. So if you don't apply a correct aid, it always starts with us, right? So if my horse doesn't do the thing that I wanted, my first thought has to be, what did I do? Yeah. Or what didn't I do? Because the horse either does what you say or what you allow. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think in, in riding, we get so caught up in the details and wanting everything to be perfect that we give too many aids all at once. Like it's leg, hand, leg, hand, leg, hand, or it's like, we want our horse to go, but we're kind of afraid and we don't, we want to limit how much it goes. And so because of that, we're not giving a clear aid with the intention behind what we're doing. And so that's where erasing the chalkboard and just like breathing, relaxing, clearing your mind, and then asking again gives both you and the horse a reset. And yes, when you ask again, you have to have the intention of, I'm going to give a clear aid. I'm going to get the result that I want. And when your horse does that, then reward your horse. And so then Barbara has the question that what are the aids for the rain back? So you lighten your seat a little bit, right? Because you're gonna open the door in the back. So normally we sit down and drive forward. So for the rain back, it's kind of the same thing. You wanna open the door behind you. So you tip a bit. I mean, I don't need you laying over, but you tip a bit. You close both hands, you bend your knees, you put your legs back and squeeze in. So the horse feels the pressure from the leg, feels where your weight is. There's a door now in the front, but you've opened the door behind. Now, that's really similar to an inexperienced rider getting nervous, leaning forward and pulling. Hence the horse's confusion. <laughs> that was a really good explanation of the rain back aid. We should do a video of that. We could do that. Speaking of which, we're almost to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're at like 99,500, wow. I think. So go and to John my YouTube was a channel click today. John and was subscribe. A click today. Um, we're going to do something like, so we didn't think we were going to get to 100,000 for like another few months. And then what happened is we did this top line video in combination with Purina. And all of a sudden, like our YouTube analytics went crazy. We have like 120,000 views on that Purina on video. The top line, yeah. Developing the top line. Yeah. And so now we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to get to 100,000. We're planning something exciting, but um, it's come it's a in lot. It's the planning <laughs> stage. So if you have any suggestions what we should do when we get to 100,000 subscribers, that would be awesome. 
I'm thinking of going We're back. Flashbacks. Yeah. And flashbacks of where we were and yes, where we are now. Some of the cringeworthy um, beginning videos in my video library are pretty funny to go back and watch. Plus, there's one when we got rescued on Hermann's sailboat. That's we my favorite one. We did not get one. rescued. We were in no danger. There was a very light wind, but there we were in. We did not need to be rescued. Yes. Okay. Other announcements. So enrollment opens September 1st for the 30 days round challenge, but we've just made a really awesome worksheet for you to um, download and start filling out. I'm going to see if I can share it with this screen. Okay. I think you can see it now. So this is the worksheet. I don't think her mom's seen it yet, I have not. but it's um, contact and connection webinar and worksheet combo. So there's several questions for you to answer about your horse's frame. It's really cool because it's clickable. So you can like select different answers. Um, and then there's also a webinar at the end for you to watch. So please head over to that link, download it. Um, it will get you started thinking about roundness because we are coming up to the 30 days round challenge. And I think that like, learning how to keep your horse in a frame is definitely one of the most difficult parts about riding. Do you agree? To keep them in the frame? Yeah, to like get your horse round and to have contact and connection. It's really hard. And it's still really be soft hard. and supple and forward. Yeah. Yeah, quite difficult that. Yes, it's super hard. Um, so it's been actually interesting. Herman and I have been doing um, video review sessions for the students that are in the training scale masterclass. Sorry, I'm in training. Yes, he's in training. But every Wednesday night, we've been doing video review sessions. So it's really cool because we go on Zoom, we meet with the students, they send in their videos. And it's so exciting to see the progress from week to week. Do you agree? It's amazing, really. It's amazing. Because I mean, you know, yeah, I'm old school where the trainer comes tells you and they're there and then to be able to watch these people just improve on yeah. their own is remarkable. Yeah. And it's crazy that like the online system, it really works. And so the we watch their video, we pull it up on Zoom, we go through the video together, we'll like pause and be like, okay, like right here, you need to do this. Right here, you're crooked. Right here, your horse isn't forward enough. And then we give them a little homework. And we had this one student last night um her horse really likes to lean into the right like it's the horse is quite crooked to the right and so we pointed that out last, last week, week yeah and we suggested that she do uh, for the right lead canter that she do a leg yield off her right leg to get the horse to stand up and then ask for the canter and it was crazy this week's the video the amount of improvement yeah from that in a week it was amazing. It was really cool. And I do think that video is a very effective way of improving your riding because we're very visual. And so when you see it, like when you see it on a video and someone points it out to you, then you're, you're aware. <laughs> and that's where change begins with the awareness. Yeah. With the <laughs> when awareness. you're aware of it and you see it, now you know it. Yes. But one of the other themes from last night's um, online session was definitely about hands and contact and connection. Like 
so many of the students we were talking about, like your wrists are too tight, your arms are too stiff. Or the angle's not enough, or your shoulders are too tight. And uh, it is, it, it, this horseback riding thing is quite difficult. It's quite difficult. It's quite difficult. And there's so many things that need to be going right for it to come off. Yeah. But that's also the fun of it. And that's what I love about the online community is we all understand how hard it is. And we're really here to support one another and to be humble about it because it's um, it's way easier to sit on the sidelines and be critical than it is to actually get out there and ride your horse and try. Yeah, it's a whole lot easier to ride from where I'm sitting right now than when the <laughs> saddle when then I'm in the saddle with my horse. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, thank you, Lynette. Okay, nice so here's a good question from the Frisian fancier. When do you apply your leg in the posting trot? It's a good question. Um, I do it on the up because it's easy. You do? I do it. Do you do it on the up? Yeah, you when I go down. up and I'm pushing down, I push down in so that I close my leg on my way up. You know, okay. I think you're right. I mean, I you just, yeah. I think you're right. And I don't I think know you that do there's a the right up. or a wrong way to do it. I mean, you're going to do it in a diagonal pair because you've got no choice. I'm going to have to think about that tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think you're right, it. though. I think Is you're that right. when you do it too? I think you're right. I'll have to think about that. Um, what other questions? Oh, the other thing that I've been thinking about lately is the importance of walk breaks when you're riding your horses. You have to give your horse walk breaks, especially if you have a horse that's like a little bit on the lazy side or a little bit dull, or you're starting to introduce collection. Walk breaks are really, really important. And you need to walk for like two to three minutes. You need to walk for longer than you think. And you don't have to make it a trail ride walk. I mean, they can still be on the bit. You can still leg yield. They can rest while they're walking. You can also give them the rein and have a full free walk and really catch their breath. Yeah. But they need a minute. But that's one thing that I've definitely learned from my coach, Yo Hinneman, is he'll like, we'll do a segment of like difficult collected work. And then he'll have me walk. And I always like want to pick up the reins and start going again because I have no patience and I'm an anxious type of person. <laughs> and he's always like, no, walk another round. And then he like tells me some story about, I don't know what, because what he really wants is he wants the horse to really catch their breath, reoxygenate their muscles and really like calm down their anxiety again. Um, and it's a reward for the effort that they put out. Yeah. And then start again. Because especially when you're working at the upper levels, like the more difficult movements, it's like lifting heavy weights. It's like power lifting. And so you have to do a set and then walk and then do a set and then walk. And um, I think too often we forget about the importance of walk breaks. And it's really important for your horses like overall health and happiness and soundness so please remember to give your horse walk breaks that's my lecture for tonight okay do we have any exercises to improve rider straightness oh i did a great lecture about straightness for the rider physician master class what are your tips to improve the rider's straightness um no stirrups and a mirror 
That's a good one. I like that. Why no stirrups? Gravity helps. Right. Because if you don't have stirrups and you're sitting crooked, you're going to fall off. Right. Gravity helps. <laughs> and yes, visual is very helpful because if, like, we all think we're straight until you see it, like, until you see a photo or like a, yourself in a mirror. And so definitely the first part of straightness is awareness. Oh, good. Somebody laughed at my joke. Thank you. Thank you, laughing person. <laughs> you are funny. Everyone likes you. I think you're very funny. So, and the other thing is, I think when you're off of the horse, that's when it's really important to focus on your symmetry and straightness. And that that you can do. And I've talked about it before, too. Um, my friend David told me about that, that you stand in a mirror, close your eyes, stand in front of the mirror, tell, you know, get yourself straight and then open your eyes and look in the mirror and see if you're actually straight. And you look down at your feet and see if they're in line and with the way your toes are pointing, but get in front of the mirror with your eyes closed and then get yourself and go, okay, I feel straight. And then look at yourself. Yeah. And also when you're at the gym, like really pay attention to like which leg is stronger, which arm is stronger. Um, and then try to exercise a bit more on that side. The physical therapist we work with, Stephanie, um, we were coming up with some exercises for one of our fitness courses. And we were doing this diagonal aids exercise that basically simulated like left leg, right rein and right leg, left rein. And it, it was crazy because when I ride, I have trouble getting left leg to right rein connection on all of my horses, like on all, every single horse I ride. And it could be you. It could be me. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not saying. <laughs> right. And so when we were doing that exercise, I was like, well, no wonder I can't get that on my horses because I can't do it off of my horses. So I've been, you know, working on that. And when I go to the gym is working on those imbalances in my body. Here's a question for you all. Um, y'all, right? We're from Texas tonight. How big, what percentage do you think the rider has on your horse's straightness? Meaning, do, do you, the rider, affect your horse's straightness like 70% or is it 50-50, right? Because we're crooked and our horses are crooked. So is it 70% rider, 30% horse? Is it 50% crooked rider, 50% crooked horse? Or is it like 30% crooked rider, 50% crooked horse? Meaning, like, I'm not explaining this very well, but is the horse a bigger problem or is the rider a bigger problem? So Renell says 99, Debbie says 35, um, Barbara says more rider. Yeah, I'm going to go with more rider. 100%. 100%. I mean, it's up to me, right? If I'm yeah. crooked... That's the th if I'm crooked, there's no way the horse is going to get straight. I mean, even accidentally, he's not going to get straight because I'm not straight. Yeah. So here's a funny thing. I have um, a wonderful client and she has this awesome horse. She's pretty much trained him like up to the Grand Prix level herself. I've maybe sat on him like, I don't know, five or six times. And so she got hurt and she couldn't ride for a month. And so I got to ride the horse. And she always was like, oh, he's so stiff on the right side. Like he just, I can't get his jaw and his pull on the right side. So I ride the horse for a month and I was like, I make all my horses stiff on the left side. 
So after I rode him for a little while, I was like, oh, great. Well, now he's stiff on the left side. And so I told her, I was like, well, we're the perfect pair because you make it stiff right and I make it stiff left. Each one take a week. And then by the time you get to the show, you'll be even in both reins, which is the goal. There was a question in there about the uh, one eye, if it makes it more difficult to collect. And no, uh, you're allowed to show a horse with one eye. Um, they might have, have a little more trouble bending that one way because they're going to shy away and maybe try to look around but the collection won't make a difference yeah but but if if the horse like if the horse only has one eye i didn't yeah. even see that question um so that can tend to make them more crooked right but that so it'll make them more crooked and then that would make the collection more difficult because of the lack of straightness but it's not that the one eye doesn't let them collect. The one eye makes it a little trickier to keep them straight, which will affect the collection. But it's not the one eye affecting the collection. It's more a result of the the horse wanting to kind of get around and look at things. Yeah. Okay, here's a good question from Natalie. Do you have any suggestions on how to keep your horse from counterbending on circles? He's a young horse, but wants to fall in and not listen to the leg. Turn on the forehand. Turn on the forehand. Is that what you're going to say? No, I was just going to take the inside rein and make him look in <laughs> and then give that inside rein. That too. You know, position his head, right? You got the hand position his head so that the inside rein will come a little bit behind the outside rein. The outside rein, you're going to give him a little room, position him in, and then take him straight. Position him in until so you inchworm him around that circle. Stride of straight, two strides of turn, three strides of straight, one stride of turn. And straight flex to bump them and just get them around that way so that you ride like straight lines on your circle from the inside leg towards the outside rein. And when he wants to fall in, um, can we use the dry erase board? Backwards. We have a dry erase board, but it goes backwards on the screen. But the other thing that I think with young horses is I always teach it from the ground. So I would teach them to right. bend and push them off your inside leg from the ground because that's like the most effective way to teach your young horse how to respond to the inside leg. Like you have a five-year-old right now and there are many days that you do that on the ground first, the turn on the forehand and keep them off the inside leg from the ground. And then there was another, what I was going to do. So here's your circle, right? There's your circle. If your horse falls in, you need to ride straight across to where you make the circle again and then another turning aid. So if he's here, he falls in, ride out of your circle straight till you hit the line of the circle and then you turn back onto the circle. And lots of changes of direction. Too. Yeah, that'll make them more supple. Yeah, like when a lot of times when I used to start all young horses, it's been so long. You um, get out of the habit. Yeah. Then you get on a young horse and you go, yeah. oh boy, this is uh, this Something isn't quite different. like horseback riding here. But with when I used to get on the young horses, I would just do like random figure eights, like turn left, and the second they turn left, turn, yeah, right. turn right, and then turn left, and then turn right, and then and just like weave around the arena. And until little subtle. by little, they start to like line out and go with you. Um, and it's just like anytime they want to fall in, then you turn the other way. And then when they turn that way, then you turn the other way. I've been reading this book um, by this guy, The Way to Perfect Horsemanship, Udo Berger. 
this book is like brilliant. It's gold. Um, but when he talks about straightening a horse, he talks about that in here. He because like if you get on a baby and you want to ride a straight line, you can't. You basically what you have to do is you have to kind of use your inside rein and then you steer them this way. And then when they fall that way, then you go the other way. And then like little by little you get right. You're kind of like a wide hallway, and then in time that hallway will narrow. But in the beginning, you're like off this bounce, that bounce, they just kind of bounce off the wall. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, let's see. Debbie, yes, you missed our office hours. We had office hours yesterday for the training scale masterclass, not for strides, but training scale masterclass. Our office hours last night were like two hours. They were very was long. It? it was long, but it was really yeah, fun. It, like it was quick. yeah, we had a great, really... a really great group of students. So and it's very fun that you've been more involved with. Yes, the online stuff. I remember when I first tried to get him to go online with the camera. It was terrible. <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> so um, little by little, you're really coming along. Thank you, dear. Okay, one more question before we leave for tonight. Don't forget to download my free PDF. Um, let's see. Donna, I'm having trouble picking up the correct lead when I'm loping to the right. I'm sure it's me. We did get it after a few attempts. I'm just getting used to the English saddle. Okay. So you could post on the incorrect diagonal and help weight the inside front leg. That can help. And you have to feel the preparation. Like, so your horse, believe it or not, your horse trots either on the left lead or the right lead, which I know you're like, well, how is that possible? Because the trot is a diagonal pair and there's not a left lead and a right lead, but you'll start to be able to feel in the trot, which lead your horse is set up for. And you need to get them like for the right lead, they have to reach out a little more with their right front and they have to be bent to the right before you ask for it. So if I'm on a horse that's having trouble picking up the right lead, I don't ask like at the letter A. I trot a circle and I'm trotting and I try to feel the moment where the horse like a little bit falls in, like Herman said, and then and, so, and is bent right. And then I ask for the right lead. So check. if you have an arena, right, I'll do it at the center line as I'm coming into the wall because the wall is going to turn them into that direction and that turning is going to help weight that inside front leg too coming out of the turn not as helpful so at the center line is generally where you know on a green horse i'll sit go into the wall because i'm sitting turning changing the horse's weight and then ask yes so there's that all right everyone i think that's it for tonight do you All have right. anything else we should say to them? Do you have night. anything else? On have my... a pleasant week. Enjoy your horses. We'll see you on Thursday. Yes, okay. we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, good night, everyone. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions, and I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage. 
and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.